This week on Career Talk with Chelsea with who? Me, Chelsea. We're going to talk about labels and when someone advises you or someone mentors you and ascribe a label to you. Um, The label that we're going to talk about briefly this week is um, imposter syndrome. I had a conversation with my niece um, and she talked about one of her advisors mentioned her having imposter syndrome. And I'm going to share on this week's episode how I talked her through that and then what my thoughts are on that. So sit back, relax, grab your latte, your chai, your coffee, um, water, sports drink, sit back and relax and just get prepared to listen to my advice to my niece about being ascribed a label from an advisor or someone that is mentoring you. Talk to you soon. On today's career talk with Chelsea, with who? Me, Chelsea. I'm actually driving. So um, you may hear my car in the background. You may even hear my windshield wipers because it is a little misty out. But I've been thinking about a conversation that I had recently with my with one of my nieces. And you all will learn that I have a lot of nieces and nephews. So I have conversations with them often, um, especially about their career and their lives. But she was she's in veterinary school, veterinary school um, in London. And I was just checking up on her. She usually sends me these wonderful pictures in her mind but I'm just a little cringy for me because she will send me pictures um, while she's doing surgeries she's so excited that she's at a point where she's doing surgeries now she was spading a cat or neutering a cat I don't know which one you do to a cat she sent me a picture and so I have all these um, wonderful pictures of my niece as she um, you know matriculates through veterinary school in London But our conversation that we had, um, she was talking about how one of her advisors mentioned that she has imposter syndrome. And I was taken aback, so she sent me an article that she was sent um, to read. So I asked her, I was like, did you read it? She was like, no. I said, okay, I'll read it. She was like, okay, great, tell me what it says. Typical, my niece. So I read the article and In the first paragraph or the um, scenario that uh, was described, and I'll link the article in my show notes, it wasn't for me. I did not think that the veterinary who was in the um, example illustrated imposter syndrome. I think she was just tired. Um, And as you read the article, you'll actually see it was a miscommunication, a uh, patient, uh, parent, and I think of animals, owners as their parents as well. Their parent um, made a comment and she took it wrong. However, she had been working um, like an 12 or 18 hour shift and she was coming in to do more work. So she was a little tired. So I just think that it was just a um, miscommunication um, of the information that she received from her pet's parent, well not the information, the statement that the pet parent made uh, versus her understanding what that statement actually meant to her. And that was the illustration that was given about this 
um, person having imposter syndrome. And imposter syndromes, um, and I'll link the correct definition, but for me, my understanding of imposter syndrome is when you don't feel that you know enough, that you don't feel that your accolades, your title, the work you're doing is um, that you should be doing it. You feel like you're faking. Um, I remember years ago, the whole thing was fake it till you make it. And it's like you're still constantly faking it and you don't think that you're going to ever make it. You feel like everyone else around you is smarter than you, know more than you. It's just like you don't feel like you belong in this situation or you don't belong at this company. You don't belong in this job, this title you don't deserve. So those are the things when I think of imposter syndrome, that's what comes up. So I was asking my niece, okay, so what was, you know, what's happening? So she mentioned that her advisor said that she's not speaking up often um, and she seems unsure of herself. One thing I can say about most of my nieces and nephews, unsurety of themselves is not there ever an issue with them. However, what I do know about this particular niece, she's incredibly smart, very, very smart, very meticulous in her studies and her understanding, her desires to be able to be a great veterinarian. So she's very smart. However, one thing I know about my niece Uh, Because she's very smart and because she's always gotten accolades in high school and college, um, she was on quiz bowl in college, um, a regional champion, state, I mean, region champion, state champion when she was on quiz bowl. Her issue is not imposter syndrome, her issue is being right. So I told her, I said, I don't think you have imposter syndrome, I just think that it's a thing of you not speaking up if you're not a hundred percent right in your understanding your answer um in the situation like 80 percent right for you is not right it's like a hundred percent wrong for you so i was telling her i don't think no it's not imposter syndrome i don't know what it's called but you don't speak up when you're not a hundred percent sure or uh, you know only a part of what's happening and you don't know 100%. So you're not going to dive in because you're not 100% right. It's not like you don't think you belong in a situation. It's not like you don't think you belong in veterinary school. It's not like it's not like you think your other um, peers are smarter than you. Because clearly she does not. She's told me on plenty of occasions. But... It's just the fact that if she doesn't feel she's 100% right, she's not going to speak up. So it makes me think, who else is out here have been mislabeled as having imposter syndrome? And it's not that at all. They are just at a point where, or the type of people who feel if they're not 100% right or have a 100% grasp on this situation, grasp on knowledge, they're not going to speak up because in their mind, they're wrong. So being wrong is not something to actually pour into. Wrong information is not good information to them to pour into a conversation or a situation. However, me on the flip side, I can know 12% about something and I will tell you all those 12% and probably at the end of my conversation, I probably have you 80% convinced that I know exactly what I'm talking about. 
but it's just a difference. I, and I don't think that's imposter syndrome for her. I don't think that's imposter syndrome for me. But this whole podcast, I want you all to leave with thinking about how have you been labeled that could be a mislabel and that you may have embraced or decided to embrace. Um, like, I think if I had not had that conversation with my niece, she would be thinking, oh, maybe I do have imposter syndrome or, you know, she could, you know, even probably have a sign that labels her herself not understanding exactly what it is, but taking it from an advisor, a person in authority who should know that this is what she's actually going through. And that is not exactly what she's going through. So I advised her, I was like, hey, go back and talk to your advisor and just let him know, no, you don't have imposter syndrome. This is what imposter syndrome is. I don't feel that way at all. However, if I don't feel 100% certain of an answer or diagnosis or what I should do, I generally hold back until I get that information, additional information to take me to 100%. It could be from conversations with your peers. It could be from additional research. You know, it could be on the flies, you watching someone in a diagnosis or you're conferring with one of your peers, but let them know you don't have imposter syndrome. You deserve to be where you are. You deserve everything that you're experiencing now. You are 100% committed to the process. However, you are just not the type of person, for lack of better terms, that go off on a situation half cop and give um, your advice or your opinion Well, you really don't know. Everyone is not at a point where if they're giving information or if they're providing information, especially when you consider a diagnosis for an animal, a person or anything, you want to be 100% right. And I shared with her, I said, well, in those cases, when you feel like you know, and you're not 100% right, start exercising your giving your opinion in situations when you're when you don't feel you 100% right, and when you feel you may t- need some additional knowledge. I went through some prompts to telling her how you can start the conversation like I'm not 100% on this, but this is what I think, or I'm not fully understanding this but based off my research my readings my experience these are the things I think however these are the ways I think I need to sure up my understanding of whatever situation is so I gave her some talking prompts um told her to consider those things because I know my niece doesn't have imposter syndrome because baby if anybody's not convinced that she knows what she knows is her but I just think that she as one of the people who have to be a hundred percent right before they dwell in or provide a diagnosis or provide their perspective well that is the end of this week's episode of career talk with chelsea with who me chelsea it is like in my mind i hear all of you all saying it at the same time chelsea (laughs) well tune in to next week when i share my heart my mind Um, give you additional career advice based off of something I've experienced, someone else experienced that I just want to share with you all. I apologize. I'm driving. So I'm sure you heard uh, my car in the background, but I just wanted to share this. It was on my mind at the time and I didn't want to lose this train of thought um, and not be able to share with you all. I hope you're doing well. Hope yesterday, I hope today was better than yesterday. And as always, you know, send me an email ctwithchelsea at gmail.com and we can talk through some things if you so wish or you can leave me a comment or ask me a question or you know give me an idea for our next episode wishing you all well take care bye